this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, episode 156. The following is a recitation of Psalm 141, aka Perek or Mizmor Kuf Mem Aleph. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 141, Mizmor le David, Adonai Kraticha Chusha Li, Haazina Koli, Bekari Lach, Tikon Tefilati Ketoret Lefanecha, Masat Kapai Minchat. Arev Shita Adonai Shamra Lefi Nitra Al Dal Sefatai Al Tat Libi Ledavar Ra Behit Olel Alilot Beresha et Ishim Poale Aven Uval Elham Be Man Amehem Yehel Mani Sadik Chesed Ve Yochicheni Shemen Rosh Al Yani Roshi Ki Od Utefilati Bera O Tehem Nish Metu Vide Sela Shof Tehem Be Shamu Amarai Ki Naemu Kimo Foleach Uvokea Baaretz Nifziru Atsamenu Lefi Sheol Ki Elecha Adonai Adonai Enai Becha Chasiti Al Te'ar Nafshi Shamreni Midei Fach Yakshu Li Umokshot Poale Aven Yiplu Ve Machmorav Rishaim Yachad Anochi Ad Evor Psalm 141 seems to continue a similar but different theme to Psalm 140. 
The narrator is thought to either be David Amelech speaking on his own behalf and or on the behalf of others, or it's a nation crying out for Hashem to help them in an environment where overlords are subjugating Israel in the land of Israel or in their exile. They are at the whim and disposal of the nation who wants them to do their will. This was more is a prayer to Hashem to help him protect them from the traps of evildoers, but more so from the allure of joining them and or protection from retaliation after sticking with their principles and rejecting their offers to join. That last point is an insight from Dat Mikra. The second Pasuk is well known and settled in a lot of areas of our prayers, especially high holidays. Tikon Tfilati Ketoret Lefanacha Masat Kapai Minchat Arev. Take my prayer as an offering of incense, my upraised hands as an evening sacrifice. This verse is understood by Gemara Brachot Davav Amr Aleph to have helped set up the importance of evening prayers and hints that there is an important lesson within this psalm itself to perhaps repeat daily. Also, that our prayers should be like an offering of a ketoret, like all the different aromas that come from our character and action, because Hashem knows every part of us anyway. I have to find who wrote that. Furthermore, Rev Hirsch says that with regards to the offerings mentioned here, attaches to that offering the added acknowledgement of homage to God with all our material possessions, our wealth, our joy and happiness, as well as with everything that occurs in our lives. This makes me think of my husband's cheer. He had the honor of delivering from the Bima this past Shabbos. He brought up the similar point that Rev Hirsch just did in um, that so much is determined by God for us in terms of our physical well-being and he brought in a source from Gemara Nida, 16a, about the droplet of semen being taken up to the ministering angel to have God answer what the life story of this person will be, rich or poor, etc. And the one question that wasn't asked by the ministering angel was, will they be good or bad? The lesson being that the only thing that is not de- determined by Hashem with this understanding is our spiritual world. We may influence how money influences us because we can go into whatever profession, but we are the ones who have full choice to act morally or immorally, to seek our full connection to God or not, to learn more and do acts of loving kindness or not. The narrator here is expressing a feeling of desperation in this psalm, felt with the words in the first verse, Hushali. Rabbi Daniel Friedman points out that this phrase is from the word chushim, which are senses, the ability to feel. He explains that when someone is appealing to us long before their request, you can sense that there is something amiss, something which is troubling them, which is difficult for them, which is disturbing them. And then you hear what their specific request is. So that's exactly what we are asking Hashem. Before a particular tefillah, we offer to Hashem, we want Hashem to sense our pain. Hashem kratikha, I call out to you. Chusheli, sense what I am feeling. And then hazina, then listen to my prayer when I call out to you. David always acknowledges, like Rav Hirsch and my husband were pointing out, that whenever he is successful in life, whether it's in his battles or with his wealth, etc., it is all from Hashem, clearly. But 
here, there is something else going on. First, we see that David is acknowledging that it's not always easy to do the good and moral thing, especially if we are not feeling particularly connected to Hashem, and that it's hard not to be swayed by enticing ways of life, even if it just means cutting corners, etc. Or it's hard to stand up against the majority whose moral compass may differ from you. Just to tie in our current holiday of Hanukkah, my husband also pointed out that when you compare the Al-Hanisim edition that we say during grace after meals and Shmona Esrei prayers on Purim versus Hanukkah, I think this, helped, this will help to enhance the point of this more. On Purim, Hashem is the main character that we praise, even though he was hidden in the story itself. Versus on Hanukkah, we give credit to Hashem for helping us with the miracle and acknowledge that all our material well-being is from Him, etc. But in this Al-Hanisim, we, the people, are also actors, taking charge of our spiritual well-being and imposing these days of remembrance of Hashem's connection with us, reminding our future selves that He is with us if we bring Him into our lives. So here the narrator, I imagine, is asking Hashem, not just to come help me, but he is inviting him in. Feel where I am at. I'm, I'm at this point where I am starting to feel swayed by the lifestyles or the ennui or the humdrum or the disconnection that exists in the world around me. And I want to choose to make sure I continue to see you as part of my world. So I need to invite you in and remember that spiritually, this is where the narrator recognized it was their opportunity to choose to commit and deepen the relationship that they had with Hashem. This was more that we are encouraged to recite regularly, and the holiday of Hanukkah that we are currently celebrating now is our personal invitation to Hashem to be there with us and to be part of our everyday lives. And it's also a reminder that maybe sometimes we need to remember to invite others in so that we can maintain connections. May we be able to choose connection and invite Hashem and others into our lives, especially during the harder times when it starts to get harder for us to find the will to continue to try to connect. The learning and recitation for this week's episode is for the merit that those who are in darker or harder times, may they be able to find the will and ability to create and maintain healthy connections that enhance their lives. Also, in the memory of David Chai Ben Rika, may he have, uh, may his neshama have an aliyah, and may his family find comfort that they need. that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nursenisa1 n-u-r-s-e-n-i-s-a the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining